Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, Naylor Taliaferro, and today we've got a very special guest, friend, peer, mentor of mine, Greg Chisholm, a.k.a. geek to freak from back in the YouTube days. How's it going, Greg? Oh, it's going great, man. This is cool. I'm glad to be on here. Yeah, I- I'm glad that you were able to... Um, to, to take some time to, to spend with me uh, on the podcast on this kind of format, right? Like official podcast, we, we, we talk, you know, on the phone and, and have a good time. And, and that's what I'm hoping, you know, we can do just to, just to share these kind of experiences and, and fun conversations for the community, especially in these times where it's, it's kind of cold and, you know, it's, uh, it's usually cold everywhere and there's just not a whole lot of work going on. The grass isn't really growing unless you're super south, but even then it's not growing as fast and, you know, people kind of get a little gloomy and stuff. So hopefully we can keep it fun, lighthearted, but also add some value um, to the topic of PETA customers. (laughs) Good old PETA customers, man. I remember all the stories, you know, that you would share and I've got tons of stories and I feel like this has been an underrated topic. Not a lot of people talk about PETA customers and maybe they don't even know what, what, you know, what, the, what they are. So why don't you fill us in, Greg? <laughs> well, I think they probably don't want to talk about them because sometimes it can be embarrassing, you know, but yeah, you know, yeah. I've been doing this job, but, um, you know, and they kind of turn into war stories sometimes. Yeah. But I guess the fact, the thing is, is I should start with what a PETA, you know, yeah. Is. Yeah. Cause I never heard of a PETA customer until you started talking about it. What, like six, seven years ago when I, when I yeah. discovered you on YouTube and you're talking about PETA customers and I'm, I f- could figure out what that stood for, but I was just like, what, what is that really? <laughs> you see, I watched this, um, I forget which movie it was, but it was like, there was these two uh, police officers, you know, one was a rookie and they got a call. They had to go somewhere. And the one goes, oh, darn PETAs. And the rookie <laughs> says, well, what do you, what's a PETA? What are you talking about? And he goes, oh, they're a pain in the butt. And we get called out here every week. You're going to love these people. And so they go to a call. And so it's like, and, and then when I started making videos, I'd go to one of my lawns and I'd be like, oh man, this is one of my PETA lawns. Cause it meant there's a problem there usually, or sometimes it can be harder. You know, it goes in all different directions. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, and, and I think everyone has had PETA customers, you know, that we, we just never labeled it as that, or, you know, I mean, we're just like, whatever terms, you know, there's probably other choice words that people use for, for some of these kind of customers. Right. But I think we've all, we've all had our versions. And, and I mean, I've, I, gosh, I, we could probably go on and on about all the stories about PETA customers. I, I think before we start going down that rabbit hole, I think the beyond the, you know, just being relatable and, and just being lighthearted about it. I, I think the value that can come from this for, for folks is how to of kind of avoid it because it may be mm-hmm. funny us now talking about it, right? But in the moment, it's not so funny, usually. Usually it's not funny unless you're just kind of laughing because you're like, this is so ridiculous. I have no choice but to laugh. But ultimately, it's, you know, it's, it's really like kind of problematic for your business, if not, you know, really disrupting your business in some cases. Like if you let, if you let some PETA customers get out of control, man, they can completely like de- destroy or dismantle everything that you have positive going on in, in your, your business, if not your life right? You're like stressed out, people calling, texting you, (laughs) right? Yeah, that's exactly it though. You you can, um, it can get you, throw you off your game. Like you can easily get into a confrontation. If you, if you don't know what to expect, like you've never thought this would happen, then, you know, it really blindsides you and, you know, it can, it can make you want to quit lawn care. If you have like 
back-to-back days with a, a problem like this. <laughs> and so that's one thing. I don't want anybody to get scared and like think like, oh my gosh, lawn care is you know way too hard and too crazy or something. We're talking like, you know, once a year you have something weird happen. You know, after 20 years, you got 20 crazy <laughs> stories and a bunch of little minor ones, but they're they're just I guess if we talk about some of these, it's just to like let people know, you know, expect the unexpected. And it can come at you in all different directions. You know, a PETA, a PETA customer, uh, it can be a lawn that's the PETA, right? Yeah. It can be their neighbor. It could be <laughs> the neighborhood. I was just going to say, how about a PETA neighborhood? Have you heard of that, Greg? Because I, for the first time, just got a, a PETA neighborhood this year where every single person that moved into this, what I thought was like the the creme de la creme, you know, like this preem, beautiful, premier neighborhood that I was so happy to be in. Like I'm, I'm, already, I'm already in the HOA, the Homeowner Association. Like we have tons of customers in there, but this was a new section that they just started building. And I was excited because I'm like, oh, this is, this is, you know, new work. Let me put all my, you know, po- uh, flyers in, in there and, and, and just, just go to town and as soon as I got the one person, I was so happy because I knew it was only a matter of time before I got the resident. And sure enough, like ducks in a row, as soon as another house is built and someone moved in, they see me at their neighbor and they're like, hey, can you give us a quote? And before you know, we got like four or five customers in there and little by little, they just start becoming a real pain in the, you know what? And I'm like, what the heck is going on? It's like this actual street, everyone on this street you know, is, is literally, so I guess I should say Peter street, not necessarily neighborhood, but you know, Peter street, like they're all like the same kind of mindset people that are just super annoying and nitpicky and just crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, that might be, since it's a new neighborhood, they could be new homeowners and they might be, it might be their first ever lawn care, you know, professional around. They don't know how to treat their, yeah. their person. Right? I've, so. I've said that before too. Like I have to condition them almost, right? Get them yes. kind of like programmed into this is how we do things, you know, like this is how it is. And I mean, some people could, could not like trust you know, there, there might not be uh they may have had or, or because they don't, they don't know what to expect and they don't know that they, they don't feel as trusting, I guess, you know, they're just like really uneasy about having a strange stranger come on their property and take care of their property. So it's like, you really got to really build that. That's where building a, you know, relationship with the people too, that really comes in into play. And, um, but yeah, you get these new people and they just, they just don't have a clue or the opposite. They've had so many people right? That they, they don't even know what the heck anything is anymore. And, and, and they, they end up thinking that they're like in charge of everything and they rule the roost and they're, and that's why they've gone through so many companies because they're just like, you know, micromanaging every little, little detail. And you're just like, Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, I've had, um, I've had customers like you were saying, like, you got to sort of teach them how to, how the system operates. And I've, um, I've had customers where I've, you know, quit them. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I see someone else doing the lawn and they're like, man, Greg, why aren't you doing this lawn anymore? She's great. I'm like, yeah, well, I, I trained her already. She's been trained properly. So, oh, I <laughs> you got know, you. Like, so you trained I, them I still, and conditioned them for somebody else. I, yeah. Cause they, you know, and when I put my flyers out back in the day, I would put stuff in there that I felt like I might need reassured about. And so I would say, you don't even need to be home when we're there. We will take care of the yard. Like it's our own and right the gate no problem, you know, this. And I I put in those things because they don't know what to expect either. And like you were just saying, they, um, they got a million questions or concerns. And so they feel like they have to micromanage you. And then when they micromanage you, then they are a PETA. 
customer. Yes, for sure. I mean, you know, since we're talking about micromanaging, man, I'm just going to throw a couple of a couple of really super cringe uh, situations that I've had over the years. Where, um, oh man, I mean, I, I had one lady that that uh, I, I knew she was home every time I was there, but yet she would call me, leave me a voicemail, send me an email, and tell me that she had and and in that email and voicemail, she would give me like like lists of things to do, which are like. We're, I was just mowing her lawn, just cutting her grass. It's not like it was like building her deck or something. So it was the same thing every, every week. Like, but she would like give me a list of things that I was already doing. Like, make sure you trim around the fence and make sure you, like, you know what I'm like, telling me what to do. And then she said she wrote me a, uh, left me a handwritten note and she left it like in the, f- the fourth flower pot down by the path, not the, in the front, but in the back around by the side door. The the blue one, not the green one underneath the flag. I'm like, what the heck oh is all gosh. of this? And then I get there, you know, I'm like, this is, you know, the, and of course the whole time you're thinking to yourself, oh man, this is going to be real special. I can't wait to see what this letter, this note is going to be. Goodness, you know, mm-hmm. and you finally get there. So you're like anxious the whole day about this one person and you get there, which, you know, you're, you're already like, it's not even the best yard to begin with, which just is a red flag right there. You know, it's all weeds and crazy. It never never is. It never is. Right. And then you get there and you go on the scavenger hunt, you know, pull up the email or listen to the voicemail again. I'm trying to find the, okay, which flower pot is this? And you go on literally a scavenger hunt and you find the note and you go through it and it's literally the exact same stuff that she said in the voicemail or in the email. And I'm like, holy cow. And like they, she she says like stuff that you were going to do anyway. Exactly. Always do. Exactly. The stuff that you do, like blow off. Don't forget to blow off the driveway. Like, have I ever forgotten to blow off the driveway? That's part of the job. <laughs> you see, know? That's where the, the rookie person might take, take offense to this. Yeah. And you got to realize that some of these people, they're not really picking on you. And they're not saying that you didn't do this or did a good job last time. They're, they can't help but to say, make sure you do this. Make sure you do that. It's like a, a nervous thing with them. They can't help it. But, you know, you can be the lawn guy and be out there going, you know, how dare she say this or you take it, take it the wrong way. And then it, it ruins your whole day or, you know, you can quit the client or, yeah. you know, get in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and she, and she would make a, a point to say in the note and in the emails and voicemail that, you know, that, that she's taking mom out. It became a point where I, I joked with some people. I'm like, does she even like? Is she even living with mom, or is this this like a like a, a the movie Psycho situation where back right. in the day where she's pretending to be her mom or something? You know, like right. I don't want to be mean, but I'm, years, yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. I'm like, is this like, I don't want to be mean, but like, I've never, I've, I see her, you know, from time to time I see her, she's coming and going, but I, ne- I never see mom. So, I mean, uh, but, but the, the crazy thing is like, I'll see the car in the driveway and, and, and then it's like gone, you know, or, or I'll see the car, like there's always like the same car, whatever. There's like, you know, little, little signs where when you're there every week, you just kind of pick up on this stuff. And, and I'm just like, what is there really, is there really mom? But she'll say like, you know, I'm taking mom out to whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay, but, but the cars are still there. And I'm like, all right, really? And then like, I'll like randomly be in the back, you know, like I'm like, you know, when I have like something that's a little bit more like, they're like, Hey, can you trim these bushes while you're here? Or can you, can you knock these weeds down? down and over in that mulch bed, you know, something like in addition to, and, and obviously I charge them for that, but so I'll be like in the back a little bit longer or something. And I'm just like chipping away at stuff and I'll just happen to kind of glance over and I'll like see like 
the blinds like move or something. You know what I mean, like somebody was like watching me out the yeah. window or something, and then they just disappear. But as as they see me, like glance up, and I'm like, I thought they were gone, you know. And the cars, same cars, are there. Like it's not like someone came home and wasn't there. I'm just like, this is just a creepy situation. But but at the very end of it, like, not at the very end, but at one point after a long time of me being taking care of this lawn, I, a neighbor came out and came over to me and was like, Hey, how's it going? I was like, Good, good. And they're like, Hey, I just wanted to say, you know, you, you must be doing a really good job because like I've we've never like seen them like ever like they never really come out or do anything until you started taking care of their property like you know we we just you know seen 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 her come out and and she just seems so happy and I'm just like what in the world but it still just seems like such a freaky experience yeah at first you're thinking with all these notes and all this stuff that they probably hate me or something but then come to find out they actually enjoy yeah and you like make their day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's all about how you can handle it and take it, but you're going to run in, you know, whoever's listening out there, <laughs> the more lawns you do, the, the variety, you're going to come across some really, you know, freaky stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, for yeah, sure. Like you said, the, the houses, you're, you're going to take care of clients where you've never met them. It was all done over the phone or whatever. And they set it up and they're paying you and you never see them ever. Like you'd be two or three years before you're like, wow, they're actually home this time. And then, then other people, they're there all the time. And there's other ones where like, I don't know, they're looking out the windows at you. And then there's other ones where, you know, oh, wow, Greg's here to cut the grass. It's party time. So it's time to go out and sit on our deck and watch him the whole time. And I used to take offense to that too. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were waiting for me to do something wrong, you know, so they could yell at me. But really... I was just their entertainment for the week. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That would happen to me too. One of the, I had a high school guy working for me um, at one point and, and that used to drive him crazy. He's like, oh gosh, we're putting on a show. I can't see when people are staring at me. And I'm like, yeah, I hear you. You just got to kind of let it, you got to let it go, man. You just got to pretend it doesn't exist. Just stick to your, mm-hmm. you know, put your music on and put your head down and just get it done. Cause yeah. But, but like you, you said, we're their entertainment. Yeah, you, you know, wave just, at them, they run away. Wave at them, and you go smile and stuff, and they get all. It, it, it might make their day. Yeah, it might get them excited. Other people are like, oh, and they run away like but they then, saw me. <laughs> the other, um, and other ones, you know, you come pulling down the street and you see their car and driving. You're like, oh man, all this. You don't, you don't want them to be <laughs> yeah. home because they're like you said, the one wants extra stuff. Right. Uh, they come out and they want to. Um, you know, throw in extra every time they're home when you're there, you end up having to do something extra that you didn't allot the time for. Right. Oh, gosh, that's exact. And that's a good point, because, you know, while we're joking and talking about all the and people might be listening like, like, OK, that's that's just the way it is, like whatever. But, you know, you just made a good point about you didn't make you you didn't allocate the proper time for that. And, and I mean, yes, you know, you should be charging them for it. Right. Unless, you mm-hmm. know, like any I mean, I can't imagine anything that, that you do that. That, that you're not charging them for unless it's something that you just legitimately are like, I'm just going to be nice and just do this for them. But like, if they're asking you for this, some additional thing you make sure you charge them for that. But the, this, the, the thing about that is like you said, you, you probably didn't even plan for that and you're rushing around. You might be running behind for this, that, and the other thing. And now you're stuck dealing with this. And, uh, you know, that, why don't you go, go into uh, address that for a minute? Like w- what you were about to say. How, how yeah. Well, and just, is. just them wanting to talk to you, like, and show you something, even for a project for, next week for you to do it might want to it might drag it out and it'd be a 20 minute talk trying to get this organized i should be i should already be down the street you know yeah and and like 
And so you don't, you don't want them to be there. I'd rather do that over the, the phone or right. know, email or exactly. something. I can figure it out. You want everything cleaned out behind the shed? Not a problem. Right. Yeah. right. You don't have to sit here and talk you to me about it for 20 minutes. Thing and throw yeah. away this flower pot or something that's broken. <laughs> you know, I know what to do. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, like you said, these people either, you know, they, they've never had anyone else doing it for them or in some cases, right, they're, they're elderly and like they don't even have anyone to talk to. And not only are you their, their entertainment, but in some cases you might be like the only people that, that, you, that they even get really talk to, you know, one of, or one and, of the few. That has been the case for me a lot. I, you know, a lot of older clients and I'm kind of like one of the people that checks up on them sort of, and they want to pay me each week. And I kind of worried, like if they don't come to the door, like, what should I do? You know, like, almost feel like calling because they become your friends and you get to, um, you get to know these people and you get the sense sometimes that you are the only person that comes around. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and it, you know, you kind of, you feel like almost obligated in a way because you're like, well, you know, I'm, I'm a nice guy, you know, so I'm not going to just like be mean, but at the same time, um, you still have a bit, it's hard to juggle that because you have a business to run and time is money. And it's just like, geez, you know, how, how can I, how can I get all these yards done if I'm stopping, you know, for 20 minutes here and there for like just random talks. Yeah. To talk. How, you know, how do you still be nice to them and give them their extra little five, 10 minutes? That's one thing, but you know, they want to, you know, bake you some brownies and tea and talk <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, invite you, you in for lemonade all the time. Yeah, I'm like, absolutely. oh, I feel, and, so, know, feel really so bad. Cool, but they don't understand that they're just one of, you know, 12 people today or something. They, right. I, and I have to pick my kids up, you know, at a certain time. And and I, there's a, a whole, your brain is just never stops. You know, from as soon as you get up, you've got it all planned out in your head. You have it wrote down. Right. Pad, you know? Right. <laughs> and... And as you're trying to let them have their little bit of an enjoyment, you're over here stressing about them. <laughs> exactly. A time. So what? What? You know, what? What? That's you... the Peter. That's some Peter customers. Yeah. Thing. There's. There's. We said. Um, oh, back to the, like the neighborhood thing. I've had them where you get a, a yard and you're like, oh, this is great and everything's cool and nice and neighbors are nice, but then somebody on the street is always complaining about where you park. Because oh yeah. You know, they're like, you can't park in front of my house to cut their yard. Well, why not? You know, it's you public know. property. <laughs> yeah. Right. And why aren't you parking in front of their house? I'm like, because they have a fire hydrant in front of their house right there. Divides in my, my truck and trailer won't, you know, I've, in front of my old house, I had a fire hydrant that split right between my house and the neighbor's property line. It was right on it. And technically I'm supposed to be eight feet from it. Okay. So when I pull, pull up at home at night, if I stay back eight feet, then my truck and trailer would even block my own driveway. So in some of these other areas, I can't park in front of my neighbor's house because of the way it, I mean, in front of my client's house because of the way my truck and trailer, you know? Yeah. That's why I park in front of this bigger one. And then they come out yelling at you. So that yard, that's a good yard, becomes a, because there's no parking right all of a sudden because it's on and sometimes that's on like a cul-de-sac so it's like a circle down there and you're turning and it makes it hard to park and um yeah you park in front of the neighbors and you get yelled at you know <laughs> <laughs> park down the street you yelled at it's like you know it's, yeah. it's, it's it never ends and then you yeah. park down the street then you gotta you know carry stuff down you know five houses mm -hmm. to go do this yard and then now you gotta up another pedal on 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I remember when we were um when we when we were on Paul's podcast, we kind of went down this uh this rabbit hole a little bit, but that's why I wanted to dedicate more of a, a full episode just on this. But what one of the stories that really stands out for me when I rem- try to remember whenever you've talked about it, you know, on your YouTube channel back in the day, um the mowing in the rain, the mowing in the rain customer. That's, that's the note that I wrote to remind me of it. Like, and you knew exactly who I was talking about when I, when I brought them up, you know, on Paul's podcast, the green industry podcast, where you, uh, you were saying it, it was like, it was a, one of those rainy days and you know, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> get, I mean, get, well, get, yeah. I definitely know. It yeah. A few times, but I remember the one I talked about. <laughs> yeah. She left you voicemail. Can do you, can you go into that story for anyone that didn't, didn't hear it on Paul's podcast? Cause that, well, well, that was a yeah, one. that's cool. You know, like I say, you have 54 lawns that need to be cut this week, and it rains Thursday and Friday. And I'm solo, so I'm doing them all by myself, and I'm on my schedule. I can't cut after 4:30 when I pick the kids up, you know. And and so I, you know, rained out for Thursday and Friday. That means now I have to find someone to wash the kids Saturday, so I can cut 17 lawns or whatever. But um. <laughs> but it's Friday. It's just sprinkling a little bit. And this lady, she wants her yard cut to look great for the weekend all the time. And, you know, I'm like, well, hmm, what can I do today? It's just sprinkling. It's starting to let up. And so I'm picking the yards that aren't saturated. So I, I pull out, I load up all my equipment. I put the small mower on the, in my bed of my truck so that I can just go over and do hers with the small mower. And that way I don't leave any, you know, tracks or ruts and it'll look great and you know i'm out there i got like a little poncho on and stuff and, <laughs> it's and raining I'm on thinking, you yeah, i'm gonna take like two hours on a you know 40 minute lot right and and just so i can have something off my list and not have to be there on saturday and and i'm like 75 percent done and she comes out the door saying hey whoa whoa stop you can't cut my lawn in the rain and i'm like i'm looking around i just did you know <laughs> yeah, too late <laughs> and she's like you can't do that and she gives me like 15 reasons why i can't do it you know i'm going i loaded up everything in the rain came over here cut it with the super small mower it's going to take me two hours it, your yard's going to look immaculate you're going to be the only one in the neighborhood with their yard cut tomorrow because nobody else got anything done this week and you're going to give me 30 bucks for this. <laughs> and you're the one complaining. Yeah. I, I should be complaining here. <laughs> exactly. and that, that happened all the time. So then I, I had, I quit her. I quit her. I <laughs> you said I leave. That's exactly what I said. I said, man, you know, I don't even, you don't keep your 30 bucks. And whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she was grand, grand, grandmother then, right? For the old payment, the old, the old yeah, prices. And yeah. so I go ahead and I quit her. She's like, what? And so I'm like, oh, I can't cut in the rain. Okay, fine. I'll just leave. Keep your money. <laughs> Bye. I go home and then I start getting these voicemails. Greg, oh no, please come back. You know, and I don't want you to quit. And the yard's going to look great tomorrow. I know it. And I'm so sorry. But there you go. I was training a customer. <laughs> yeah. So is that what you attribute that to? Is that she was just, she just needed to be trained. She was just used to like, you know, those people that know. think they know more than you, you like, know, oh, it's not good to for this. Stuff. You can't do this in the rain. And I've already done the whole front and side and most of the back trimmed and everything. I mean, it was yeah. just, I'm, not, I'm trimming now a few things. I'm going to blow off this wet sidewalk and it's going to look great. I'm not going to leave a blade on it. I don't know what her, I don't, I think it's just, um, 
I don't know. She, it's just maybe the mood she was in that day or something. Because <laughs> you've never had any issues with her before that, right? She's probably all no. fine and dandy. And that, See, that's the weird thing. I was thing. already stressed out, right? Oh, knowing yeah. that tomorrow is going to be brutal on me. And I'm, I'm letting, I feel like I'm letting people down by not being there, which I can't, you know, help the weather. Right. But I have all that pressure on me. And then someone comes out and says, you can't do this or that. And I'm like, uh, then I quit them. And so there you go. Uh, you know, one wrong thing, if you're in the wrong mindset, can really turn into something. Next thing you know, she's apologizing to me, and I'll apologizing to her and saying, yeah, I'll be there next week. You're there, oh, okay. You're there, you know, stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, so you, so, you did, so you did take her back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a big sucker for that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, because, like, you know, it was just one of those, it was, it was probably a more of a one-off thing, which, which also happens, but sometimes that could be a red flag, too, and you're like, oh, okay, I, I see what's happening here. But because I've had a few people where, like, just out of nowhere, like years and years of them being super happy and, you know, um, you know, no, like never giving me any kind of, uh, like, mm-hmm. you know, micromanaging or anything like that. Like I just do my thing. Everything's great. We talk, we laugh, we have a good time, you know, we, you know, Hey, how's it going? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, you know, and, and, and like in the midst of all that, it's like, Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you move this, you know, bag of seed into the driveway? It's too heavy for me. I'm sorry. Or, or soil or something like potting soil or something. Yeah, sure. Whatever. It takes like, you know, 10 seconds for me, you know, and she's, you know, older mm-hmm. and whatever. But then all of a sudden after after all that, you know, like one random, one random little mistake, like it's like was pouring rain the day before and she's got the sprinklers on like that, that the next day. So now it's had like a ridiculous amount of water, you know, like mm-hmm. in her, in her yard. And, and for whatever reason, the front yard is this tiny front yard. And it's just like holding all this water that you've been taking care of this yard for Like I was taking care of it for like four years, never had that problem. And, and the whole day leading up to that yard, never had a problem with anyone else's yard yeah it was a little damp here and there whatever but no big deal right you know using the walk behind whatever and then i get on that yard and first pass walk behind just like just big mud track all the way across i'm like what the heck what happened here and i'm like this is this is horrible so and i gotta i gotta now i gotta go back the other way to get the thing off the off of there off the yard because there's no going back as a dead end i'm like great so now you got you know four big mud tracks going across the front and then I just get the trimmer out and finish what little bit was left of the front and get the push mower out for the rat. But, you know, I had no, I, you know, in hindsight, obviously I could have walked it, just double check and use the push mower, but I just, it was totally unexpected, total mistake. And, you know, spoiler alert, mud tracks go away with some water. It's not the end of the world. It's not like I ripped up the grass or anything. It's just a big mud track that goes right. through because that's just what happens. You can get the sprinkler or the hose out of me. And, and water it right there if you want to. But, you know, she just completely flipped out and was like, I'm going to find someone else to mow my lawn. I was like, what? Oh, wow. She really did flip yeah, out. Yeah, she like completely <laughs> went off. I was like, what the heck? And I, I was so like, I was so beside myself because that was one of the first times, you know, I'd ever experienced anything to that capacity. I mean, no one's hardly like no one's fired me for any random reason, let alone, you know, that kind of an mm-hmm. innocent mistake. So uh, that was my first experience with that, with, with, with that. And one of my only experiences, but I, I was just so beside myself and I, I, cause she had emailed it to me. Like after I left, she didn't even like confront me or call me or whatever. She sent me an email and I'm like, what? No. And I replied back, you know, like this whole thing, like, I'm so sorry. I don't understand like, you know, why, why this is the re- the response, you know, for this, like it was a mistake. Uh, you know, an innocent 
innocent mistake. The mud tracks will go away. That's that's just what happens sometimes, unfortunately. I didn't anticipate, you know, when this whole big thing, you know, like your yard was super wet. You had your sprinklers running. It just rained all day yesterday. Like it was totally what everyone else's yard was perfectly fine. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I, 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 you know, all these years that you were perfectly happy with me and everything I've done, I would have expected, you know, a sec, at least a second chance or something like that. Like I usually have a way of like saying things like that and really kind of like guilting people a little bit, yeah. you know, and, and, <laughs> but you Did know, you what, no, nothing. Oh. Zero response. She she never changed her mind. Nothing. No response. No, I'm sorry. But there's been plenty of times where where people have like tried to do me wrong for no reason. Like you know that you know that mm-hmm. or, or it, there's a reason in there in their head, but it wasn't yeah. justifiable. You know. And I've you know. been I've talked been able to talk myself at or talk them out of it. Like make them feel guilty where you know they pay me or they say they're sorry or whatever the deal is. You know. And I'm like, what in the world? So, but it didn't work out with that lady. But and, and that's it. It's usually it's on them but it takes a while for us to have enough of these situations happen that we realize you know think about that think of it's a person in their first year and they get you know fired on a job for some little like something that you can spray off with a hose right right and or leaving a green track across someone's you know sidewalk yeah Yeah. like really (laughs) And, and um you know that can really make a person want to quit or give up or you can, it, it works both ways. You know, she was probably rattled about something and you got the, the end of it. And, you know, and even when you point out like, Hey, it's not that big a deal. I'm sorry. Or you're real apologetic for it. They have to stick to their guns. Like they don't, they don't go back because now they're maybe embarrassed to yeah. you back around because they went off on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now they don't even, they'll feel uncomfortable if you're back on their property. Now they, they won't, won't be able to look at, look you in the face or something. Yeah. And you know, and that, that goes back to that, um, where I was saying like good customers gone bad. Right. So like, you know, it can happen. You can have somebody that you guys are like almost friends and stuff, you know, like, you're like yeah. friends, you know, and then later on they, they just change, you know, and a lot of times it's stuff going on in their life. They might not want to say that they're running out of money or something, you know, right. They'd have to let you go. So they give a different excuse. Exactly. And find out it's not the truth. And then you go and you take offense to it, but it's, it's usually on them, but good customers can go bad and a good customer's yard can turn into a PD yard um, overnight, you know, and you have a perfect one. You're like, wow, dude, this is 40 bucks, you know, the easy way. Everything's great. And then you show up one day and there's a swing set and a trampoline. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You know, okay, that stinks. You know, and then <laughs> now all of a sudden it's, it's a regular account. It just takes a little bit longer. <laughs> then, oh, and man. Then it gets worse. Then they get two dogs. Oh, and, then, oh, and, they, and they're not used to bringing them in. They leave them out all day. Oh. You know? and so you're showing up and you're like, I can't cut the back. You got to get home. I'll come back tonight. But from now on, you got to leave them in on Tuesday. But, you know, or whatever. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, you just touched (laughs) upon all kinds of heartstrings of mine right there, man. I got... Well, talking about, like, you know, stuff just shows up. Like, I remember, you know... 
And it's like once a PETA, always a PETA, right? So mm-hmm. I, I had a PETA customer in one neighborhood that I was happy, you know, to get to get rid of, you know, uh, ha, you know, air quotes to get rid of. Yeah. They they moved to another neighborhood, and I was like, and they're like, oh, we'll contact you, you know, when our house, new house is built. And I'm like, all right, whatever, sure, you know. But I was thinking to myself, it's a nice new neighborhood that I'm not in, and it's close by, so why not? That'd be a new way to branch off. So it's you know, it's some part of me was like, you know. Okay, that might not be a bad bad deal, but I didn't really think they were going to contact me. But they eventually did, like the following season. And I went out there and I looked at their brand new house and their brand new property, and they're all nice and happy go lucky, as if you know their their pitiness was was magically gone or something, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, you can fake it, you know, as long as you want. But I know the real truth, you know. And uh, but so I'm looking at their yard and it's perfectly fine, right? It's brand new sod and all that. I'm like, yeah, but well, this won't need to be cut for another few weeks, you know. Let, let it let it take let let it take root a little bit. Otherwise, it's going to be like a wa- a big old water bed or something, just be swishing around there with sliding around on on, um, on on the sod strips. But there was nothing in the backyard but a fence around it. I'm like, all right, I can get you know my walk behind or my grandstand or whatever that I had at the time through through one side of the gate, but but. The other, you know, there was some weird construction going on, so it was a little tricky, but that was temporary. I knew that was temporary. So everything's fine. Give him the price. He's, he's like, yeah, it's cool. I'm going to refer you to all, all the neighbors, and I'm all pumped up. And then, you know, however many weeks goes by, and I show up, you know, he's like, yeah, I think it's ready to be cut. And I show up, and for one, you know, the grass is now off the chain because for whatever reason, the sod finally took a root and just took off like crazy. So it was super tall and thick. So I'm like, all right, it's going to take a little while. It's unfortunate. But then I get to the back. <laughs> and there's not only is there a trampoline and a swing set and soccer goals that are staked down to the to the yard <laughs> but there's like 20 some odd evergreen trees surrounding the inside of his fence and there's only enough space in between the fence and the trees to weed whack them so you have to literally weed whack all the way around all like 20 some odd trees all along the inside of the fence. You got a trampoline, you got these soccer goals and he like built some fancy patio and built like a, he had a walkout basement, but it wasn't supposed to be a walkout basement. If that makes sense. Like it was like <laughs> underground. So he had all, steps. All this makes sense. <laughs> so he had steps that go all the way down, like from, from the grass. Right. So you're mowing the lawn and all of a sudden oh, there's a hole in the ground and it's concrete steps that go all the way. I mean, there's obviously a side rail and all that kind of stuff, but it just, they literally dug all the way down into there to get to the basement so that they can put a door there and it could be a, uh, quote unquote walkout basement. You just have to go up the steps to go to your backyard. And I'd never seen anything like that before. That was so bizarre. But the problem is, can you just imagine the problem for that? <laughs> There's no way to keep the grass, no matter what you do. You can't trim along the house or anywhere. You can't, even if you have a push mower, mulch kit, all that stuff, it's inevitable that something is getting down in there and trying to blow that out. It's like something out of a, a it's like a, you're in a circus or you, you feel like you're being punked because you're just blow, blowing and it's just blowing everywhere. It's not ever getting up out of there. And you just eventually right. give up. I quit. I'm done. It's like, what in the heck? And I'm like this, I did that for a couple of weeks and I was just like, this is, this is, this is absurd. I have to raise this price. This is like literally taking me twice as long for all of these obstacles. I 
I can't even use my walk behind or a big mower anymore because there's so many obstacles. You can't even hardly walk in between them. Like, how do they even use their backyard? I don't even understand. So, yeah. I, and I tell them this is the new price, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't. That's that's over our budget." And I'm like, "Oh, well, whatever." It's you know, right. at that point, I'm just done. I'm like, "All right, well, good luck with you," you know, and 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 we, and we move on. But man, yeah. that's <laughs> I, I had a lawn one time that it was um, you know, I had used a small, the 21 inch mower on the backyard because although it had like a little privacy, it was a privacy fence around a wooden one. It the gate on the side. You couldn't get even a 36 to it, so I don't know. It was some wacky little thing. <laughs> but um, so I'm, I'm doing it. You know, they're nice people. Everything's cool for, you know, a couple of years. And then one day I show up, and they they switch the gate. They, they have that whole that whole sides down, and you can see where they're laying stuff in. I'm like, oh, this is this is cool. They're, they're widening their gate. And, <laughs> and they did. And it turned into a double. It was like a double gate. So they, nice. And I, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome, man. This yard just got to upgrade. All of a sudden, I'm in the back now, you know, it takes me even less. And, uh, <laughs> it's maybe three weeks of that, and I show up, and now there's a boat in their backyard. Oh, right my gosh. A they, boat? They put the gate in, not for me, so that they can not pay to have their boat stored somewhere. Oh. And they can't keep it in their driveway to block their garage, and the city won't let them put it on the side there because that's not so Part of the, the back, they rules. hide it in the backyard. Oh. So now I'm back to the 21, and I got a dang bow here. <laughs> it's even harder to get it around oh, in there. Oh man! <laughs> Gosh! And, um, and, and, we... <laughs> um, and I'm like, I got, it got worse. It got good, and then it got bad. Oh, and so yeah, man. you went into all this wacky stuff, man. Yeah, but yeah. with that, you still have the good customers too that are like, I've had a few that that email me, hey, I'm get, I'm installing a fence. What size is your mower so I can make sure the gate is big enough? I'm like, oh, you're bless you. You're like now, the customer of the year. Customer. They deserve yeah. like a, a special gift. Yeah, you get a gold star for sure. <laughs> you're getting a gift, an extra gift card for Christmas. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but those, they're few and far between. Then you got the ladies that come out with the popsicles or the ice cold Gatorade and you're like, oh, thank you. You know, when it's 100 yeah. degrees out and you're dripping sweat constantly. Yeah, Have you those, ever had them bring you out like a, like a wet towel or something like the wet rags to put on your neck and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh man, it's so nice. Right? Yeah. Hang it on the fence when you leave. You know? Oh man, yeah. Water and so yeah. yeah, it's not always bad, but you know, you can run into some wacky stuff, and you know, that's that's when the the yards of PETA, you know. And I, when you're first starting out and you don't have enough work, you might as well do those lots. You know, you need the money. Well, you right. can go home, and three hours later, you're home with you know, you're, you passed up fifty bucks. There is still plenty more to come as the LCR Media Podcast with Naylor Taliaferro continues in just a moment. Hey guys, it's LCR. Most of you know that I love me some sunglasses, right? I've been trying these Toro Eyewear Polarized Sunglasses this winter. Polarized sunglasses get rid of glare from driveways, vehicles, water, snow, and anywhere there's normally blinding glare. This is amplified over the winter seasons while we're outside working. I'm no scientist, but you guys know what I'm talking about. The sun is always more blinding in the winter. Anyway, normally polarized sunglasses bother me, but not these. So if you want to give them a try and save 15%, use code LONCAREROOKIE by clicking the link in the show notes or going directly to their website, toroeyewear.com. Now that's Toro spelled T-O-R-O-E, eyewear. Not like Toro the Mowing Company. It's Toro Eyewear. Again, that's T-O-R-O-E, 
eyewear.com. So go ahead and check that out. Oh, and did I mention there's a lifetime replacement warranty? If you lose them or they get stolen, they replace them for real. So go ahead on their website and check it out. Again, that's toroeyewear.com. T-O-R-O-E eyewear.com. This week's five-star rating review comes from Roach Brothers Lawn Care, titled Another Great Lawn Care Podcast. He writes, awesome content. This is definitely going to be a great podcast. Can't wait to see who will be next doing podcasts. Thank you for the great content, man. Matthew, Roach Brothers Lawn Care. Well, thank you for taking the time to leave this rating and review. I appreciate all the feedback. And every week, I'm going to take a moment of gratitude to read another review. So if you haven't already done so, please go ahead on Apple Podcasts and leave your rating and review. It means a lot. Thank you. You're listening to the LCR Media Podcast. You might as well do those lots. You know, you need the money. Well, you right. can go home and three hours later, you're at home with, you know, you're, you passed up 50 bucks. You know, you might as well have went and did something the hard way, you know? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but then later when you get a full schedule, you're, you're avoiding that stuff. And right. I had to learn to avoid a lot of these when at first I was always in the phone book, but you know, this, it was just in the basic part, you know, yeah. lawn care or whatever. And then later when I was dependable lawn care and I st- I ran like the yellow pages and I put a big ad in the local phone book and like a half page thing. And that's when you start getting, you know, there's all these random calls and you could pretty much, that's when you get the PETAs, all the PETAs, the people who can't keep a, a lawn service <laughs> app, you know, right. all the people quit them or they've let it get out of hand and now they need help or they just moved in and they're taking over a disaster zone. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> they yeah. call you, And you can spot those from, you know, a mile away. Like you, you, you get the address and you turn onto the street and you can see it. We talked about this. You <laughs> yes. can see it down there. And you look, down yeah. there on the left is a yard that looks like it's never been mowed. But <laughs> right. I guarantee that's where I'm going. And that's exactly where you're going. Oh, man. Or somewhere else. And it's like it's tore up in a different way, you know. Right. Know. And they're, they're actually living there, but, you know, I don't know how. You know, like was, and, and, yeah. and like I said, then you become a PETA magnet. You go to that one yard all the way down there and then another. Oh, hey, he did great well, with well, Susie's yard. <laughs> if you start doing that yard, you know who's not going to call you? The best people on that block. Right. They don't want. So you end up losing they, potential business taking the PETA customers. Yes. That's another spin on it, too, that people might not yeah. realize. You know, uh, I, they're like, I don't want your mower on my yard well, after also, that. Also, I don't you know, know what you mowed up in there. There could have been like a dead squirrels in there. Dude, I've had that. Okay. I've had someone complain and they said that they're getting weeds and it, I'm bringing them from other lawns because my mower's on too many other lawns. Oh. That's why they're getting weeds. And I go, no, you're getting weeds because your lawn hasn't been treated properly. And they're like, no, it's, you're bringing the, the weed seeds from the other lines. And um, <laughs> I go, okay, you're missing my point. You shouldn't be yelling at me. You should be calling, you know, whoever is treating your yard. names of the yeah. companies. We yeah. know the names of the companies. Right. I could take a handful of dandelion seeds and just shove them in the ground right here. They should not grow if you're If it's treated, treated properly. properly. Right. Exactly. And, um, so, you know, you're yelling at me for that. So yeah, there's that too. People blame you for bringing weeds in their yeah. yard. I had so. one lady ask me because her fertilizer guy or company or, you know, it's a company, but they always say guy because they just have like, you know, one mm-hmm. tech driving around. They think it's like their own business or something. But, and, and you know, she's like, 
Yeah. Do you, um, the, 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 my fertilizer guy was saying that you're probably bringing the weeds in my yard. And I'm, for, first of all, before I started mowing her yard, it was just a, a weed fest, right? It was just nothing but weeds. Oh. And I'm like, okay, so how are you going to blame that on me? First of all. And second of all, then, then she's like, do you, do you, I just want to know, do you scrape, do you clean under your deck after every lawn? I was like, no, ma'am, that's no one does that. There's no way we can make money in this business. If we get under our deck and scrape what little bit of grass <laughs> is under there every single time, that's, that's no. And, and that is not contributing to your yard. And I was so tempted to say 99% of my yards don't have weeds. You're the only one that does. So if anything, I need to scrape my deck after your yard before yes. I go to anyone and else's. It's always those people oh, that complain exactly. with all the weeds to begin with. Exactly. It, and it was so bad that her neighbor who had the same kind of yard that most of my yards were, but she, she mowed her own yard, but she had someone always treating it. And she like flagged me down one of the first couple of weeks I was there. And she's like, hi, hi, how are you? Oh, you look so nice. You seem so nice. Oh, I'm so glad she found someone to take care of uh, that yard and all that. And can you just do me a favor and make sure you don't point your mower over by, by my yard. I don't want an offer weeds and stuff just blowing into my yard. I'd spend a lot of time and money on my yard. So I'm like, okay. So I mean, like, there you go. There's another one. You can get a lawn. You can get a new client and think it's great, and they are great. But it's the um, the neighbor makes it a pita. Yeah. And then I yeah. found out from that from that lady from my customer that was complaining about you know me giving her weeds and scraping my deck and all that. She saw me talking to, or she saw the neighbor talking to me. So a different like the following week when I came by, she was like, "Hey, what did the neighbor ask you?" I saw her talking to you, and I was like, "Oh, she just made want didn't want me to blow your weeds." <laughs> I just, I was matter of fact, you know, I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, "Oh, she just didn't want me to blow your weeds into her yard." She's, you know, I guess really, uh, um sensitive about the head stuff or whatever. And she's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Because she's, she gets rid of every single lawn parrot person that I've ever had. And I'm like thinking to myself, Oh, here now the truth comes out. And, now and the truth what? comes out. That's the other thing. Okay. You get a new client and they seem great, but you don't know that they are actually in a war with their neighbor, their enemies, oh, and, you know, they don't like each other. And so they torture you know, whoever comes to work <laughs> property or make it hard on them because that's a way to pay them back. And I fell victim to that stuff before, too. Oh, man. And, and that could be some of the people that come out and complain. You can't park in front of my house to cut her yard because you know, they don't like her. The two ladies are fighting or um, and also there can be your reputation. What if you're cutting the lawn for the neighborhood psycho, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're like me, because I didn't have my, you know, truck wrapped or anything and all that, I just had, you know, a little magnet on the door and all that. And um, But half the time it's not even that because I was maxed out, you know? So <laughs> I'm pulling up. I look like I might be son of psycho <laughs> <laughs> or, or, you know, or his brother or something. And now the whole neighborhood's like, we're not getting that guy. He's, at the crazy house. You yeah, know? right. It's kind of like we don't want the dude that's cleaning up the, the trashed place down there. Right. Because, you know, he, um, I'm, I'm, I don't want that on my immaculate property. So it does work both ways. But yeah, you can, you can get a client that you think is great. And then you realize that they're in a war in the neighborhood. The whole neighborhood's against them. So now the neighborhood's kind of against you. <laughs> yeah. And you don't even realize that you just kind of stumble into this twilight zone. You're like, Oh, what did I just get involved in here? Yeah. It won't happen the first day. It, uh, it, it'll just catch you off guard. It will be on the day when you're just zoning and doing your thing. And all of a sudden <laughs> it, it's going to be the weirdest, most random thing that they get you with too. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes um, I've had people complain that I, I show up too early. Oh like gosh. You're, you're like too early in the morning. Like it's too early. Yes. Like, like there's, yeah. they want to still be sleeping or something. Yeah. They're like, you always show up when I'm trying to go to bed or, or I work nights and I'm a nurse or whatever. I'm like, man, I didn't know that. I don't know who you are. I'm sorry. But, um, they're like, isn't there a, a noise ordinance? And I've had them call the city on me. And oh man. That's, um, so in my, in my area, that's why I did some on the outside of town that was down, um, I showed them all my videos, you know, down at Pontoon Road, there yeah. was all these fields. I just do, I, people are like, why do you have just a couple random fields that you do? And you don't even make a whole lot of money. Well, I'm like, I can start on those at 6 a.m. Yeah. Right. So I can just go out and be on those. Because if I start <laughs> mowing down in a neighborhood at 7, someone's going to call. I've had someone call on me before, you know, noise. Yeah, ordinance and stuff. That's crazy. But our no, I, we have a noise ordinance too. And it starts at like, it ends at seven. So from 7am to 10pm, you know, we can do whatever the heck we want. And in between that, you can't do anything, but people, people will still complain. So, so then, you know, they can't, they can't legally do anything or, you know, come no. file a complaint with noise ordinance. But like uh, a friend of mine, a, lo a local guy, he was telling me that he got a, a, a one star Google review because he started on someone's property at, like eight o'clock it wasn't even seven he started at eight o'clock because it was like a hundred degree day and they were trying mm -hmm. to get a jump on it and they complained that they were there too early so now they start at like nine you know and i'm and like that's oh, when that's it will ridiculous. happen though, dude is when it's the hottest part of the day you're trying to get an early start on it and it that's when somebody will throw a fit yeah and, i i've got a habit of throwing emails out to let people know in advance like hey i'm gonna be here extra early because it's super hot you know like and yeah, hopefully your they neighbor that's gonna complain <laughs> yeah exactly and, you're right um and you know they the thing is, back in the day, there wasn't a social media thing, so you couldn't just get a random bad rating from a neighbor that you don't even take yeah. care of. You know, yeah. so say so nowadays, so it's the tricky. PETA customer or the PETA, you know, next door neighbor or whatever, they can, they can um, just go on there. They, and, can, they can just torture you that way too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's rough. But I mean, you but can yeah, you, you noise can, ordinances. But that's it was good though that I had those um, wacky fields and a couple. Um, properties that were like for sale and i i had some that i could i could they just want them done like twice a month which isn't any sort of schedule at all right, right? that's that's how do you make that you know oh, we cut on the 15th and the 30th or something you know, there's twice a month is what they were going to pay you for and it's it's empty it's for sale no one's going to buy it there and um it's going to go on for years <laughs> <laughs> but the good thing is is really they don't know if i'm cutting it you know 13 days in or 17 days and they don't care. So if I'm behind, doesn't matter. I can do that one at my leisure. And, um, so I had those around, but, um, you know, I could go out and do them on a Sunday, you know, I wasn't disturbing anyone or I could do them, you know, 6am. There's no one around. It's, you know, only one right. from the house in, a whole, in the abandoned area of town. And that goes back to, um, what kind of area you're, you're cutting in. If you're cutting in new, new residential area then you know all the yards are kind of the same you might not run into as many PETA lawns but until they start putting their you know trampolines and swing sets everywhere right yeah <laughs> it was potluck in my area you didn't know what you were getting because you know the houses are you know 70 80 years old and you know and the streets were laid out all weird and i mean dude i i've had some that it was a sycamore tree, a gigantic sycamore in the front that was so big, it was actually buckling the sidewalk with its roots and stuff. And the backyard was one of those gumball trees. Oh. And so, <laughs> like, 
this, that, that thing, that sycamore in the front was always losing and big leaves and the bark off the tree. And the back, always there was always gumballs all over, and then it'd pound you towards later in the year with a million of them. And then it was like, wow, this yard is way too hard. But when you're first starting out, you take it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you know, especially if you're really starting out, and you might not even you not, don't even know any better necessarily. You know what I mean? You're you just don't like, notice that. Yeah, and you're just you you're don't just even think about it. looking at the tree. You don't <laughs> right. know you don't know what a gumball tree is, a sweet gum or whatever, and then. Yeah, then, you'll learn quick. Oh, wow, this is a normal little yard. Yeah, I can do this. And then later you start going, I need to learn my tree types. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to ask your opinion on them. I, I, I'm i not sure if I brought, made a video about this or if I just wanted to, but I'm curious what your thoughts are. PETA customer versus PETA yard. Like like what's better or worse? You know what I mean? Because cause you, you can have a great yard, right? But a PETA customer or a great customer, but a real PETA yard. It's like you probably want to avoid both. But I mean, if you had to yeah, choose, it's, it's like. It's a perfect world, but it's, a, yeah. it's just not. We have them both. Right. Everybody does, but. I don't know. I'm kind of leading towards the PETA lawn because I don't like a, another person being, you know, mean to me. <laughs> right, right. Right. Cause they could text you, call you, make your life miserable yeah. if they want well, where they are. They might not be see mean. It. They're just, yeah. they're just an, annoying you and, and making your brain think about other things. Right. Like back to that yard. That was a real hard one for you. You know, at least you, you know, you'd be left alone to go do it and deal with the ditches and all the trees. And all <laughs> right. That. And you only have to do it once a week or whatever it is. And you don't have right. to worry about the yard calling you or giving you a hard time. Once it's gone, it's gone. You're like, oh, that was a beast. I'm done with this for till next week. I think I'll take the hard yard instead yeah. of the, the pestering customer with the emails and phone calls and stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I think so too. I would have to agree, but you know, <laughs> who knows? Somebody else might disagree, but yeah, that makes sense for me. But there was um one other story I wanted to, that I had here that I wanted to share and to get your feedback on it um, or your thoughts on it. And if you had any experiences like this, good old dog poop, right? We all love that. That's like the lawn care nightmare stories right there. <laughs> but there was, there was a, um, a yard that I pulled up to that, that I take care of all the time. And it, it was at the time it was my wife's boss. Um, you know, they, they don't, she doesn't work for her any, any longer, but this is many years ago. And so I was just kind of doing it as a favor as far as, because it was, it was a little bit out of my, my normal service area is, is what I mean. Like I wouldn't, I wasn't advertising in there. I wasn't trying to get customers right. in there, you but you know, out of your way to go yeah, a little bit out of my way. I mean, it was good money. It's not like I was doing anything for free or cheap. You know, they, they were wealth, you know, they, they own multiple businesses. They were well, you know, had good enough money, wealthy or whatever, a nice mm -hmm. big house, you know, their property was kind of jacked up because they were doing a lot of weird construction and trying to get like, you know, build this, build that, a pool, whatever. And then, then they got a divorced and, you know, everything got sloppy after that. Right. You know, and the, 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 uh, the one person that stayed got like sloppy seconds there. And I just was de stuck dealing with like cinder blocks in the yard and yes. all these weird things. That's I'm like, gosh, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it all. It's and I, I just kept thinking that never gets completed. Yeah. And yes. You say cinder blocks. We were like, What's a cinder block? Man, I've cinder blocks. I'm hundreds of them in my life and middle of yards oh, for no reason. Gosh. They were building something and quit. 
Yeah, they just stopped. Yeah, they, you know, it just, it just all went wrong. And they're like, well, you know, we're going to finish sooner or later, I guess. And I'm just wishing for that day and, you know, hoping that eventually it'll be fixed up. But so I'm dealing with that yard and, you know, the whole, all the neighborhood is houses like that, you know, not necessarily with cinder blocks in their yard, but like really nice, you know, million dollar home neighborhood and whatnot. So you would think a nice area, right? A nice, you mm-hmm. know, potential for business and whatnot. But again, you don't know what kind of people live there. So her next door neighbor was, was a little, interesting. <laughs> we'll say it. We'll just say it that way to be as nice as possible because you never know who's listening to, to this stuff. But, you know, she, she was, she was interesting. And the, the, one of the times that I pulled up to take care of, you know, my one customer's yard, you know, my, the, my wife's old boss, I, I was there and I literally was about to like, you know how it is when you're solo, like you're just kind of going, 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 you know, you grab your sandwich, mm-hmm. maybe you just like chow down in between. Yeah, you're eating the truck. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm just like, you know, I pull up, I park, I get my stuff out and I'm getting ready to eat it. And, um, you know, my cooler and everything's all open, my sandwich, I'm getting ready to chow down. And all of a sudden I just hear like, excuse me or whatever, you know, some nice little voice and it, it's the neighbor. And I'm like, oh, hi, how are you? And, you know, she's, I don't know anything about her. So she seems nice enough. And I'm like, oh, all right. You know, and, and, um, she's got a dog with her and she's like a little bit, uh, kind of on the other side of the street where her house is. Cause I parked on the other side of the, the circle where, so I wasn't blocking any driveways and she's talking to me, you know, and everything and like asking me for quotes. What do you do? And do you do this and that? And yeah, I know you do, you know, so-and-so's yard, you do a great job. And just a whole small talk. Right. And I'm like, all right, well, here's another potential customer. It's not, not bad. And, and she's like pointing out the bushes in her yard and the lawn and all that. And then all of a sudden in the middle of what seemed like a perfectly fine situation and normal, um, you know, conversation, she's like, Oh, so-and-so like, you know, Toby, like whatever the dog's name is, she's like screaming for like Toby. And I'm like looking at the dog that's next to her and I'm like, is this not Toby? And she's like looking around like, where's Toby, Toby? And then we both like all of us, including the dog that she was with, looks at my truck and inside my truck is Toby, like a little like Toto, you know, like Chihuahua type dog in my truck, eating my lunch, eating my sandwich. Oh my God. (laughs) Dude, that's a new one. (laughs) I stumped you on that one. I was like, what the heck? Like my, like literally like, I just wanted to quit her right there. I just wanted to quit her right there before we even started. I'm like, what the heck? Uh, I I didn't say anything, but in my internal I was crying and screaming yeah, all at the same time. Yeah. And she just like, Oh my God, Toby, Toby, no, get out of there. Get out of there. And she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And you know, and, and you me, yeah, she didn't offer like anything. Like, I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, can I buy you lunch or nothing? She, she just wanted, she wanted that quote. You a granola bar or something? Yeah. Nothing. Uh, she, she just wanted, she wanted, still wanted that quote. She was like, can, can you, you know, so yeah, well, how much would it be? Yeah. She's like holding on to her had Toby, who's like a lunatic. And I'm just like, you know, and, his lips. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> with a sandwich hanging out of his mouth. And I'm like, this is probably only like the first three or four, probably like third year in or whatever. And, and I'm so, you know, still like hustling and not really, I, you know, I haven't gotten the experience under my belt yet. So I'm still thinking like, whatever, you know, so I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to give her a quote or whatever. And, and, you know, the sad part of this story is I didn't learn the lesson. Like that should have been red flag number one right and but instead (laughs) instead i start taking care of this lady's yard and then when i start taking care of the yard when i get to the backyard 
the whole backyard, like I start realizing that the backyard is just, just completely covered in mud. And then I realize quickly that it's not mud. And I'm like, what the heck? So by the time I'm done mowing the backyard, like there's no avoiding it. And by the time I'm done mowing the backyard, both of my walk behind, which that that just tells, you know, I put the Velky down. I'm like, I'm not walking this, you know, I'm standing on that thing and right. All the tires are just completely caked all the way around with what you think is mud. It looks like mud, but it wasn't mud. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what do I do? And I don't want to put that up on my trailer and bring that to the next person's yard and all this stuff. And come to find out the backstory of this is she has three dogs, not just the one next to her and Toby or whatever. She has three dogs, all different sizes. She does have a great Dane. She does. (laughs) One of them is a great Dane. And then, Dogs, Somebody. But they're the, they're the ones that leave the bombs. Yeah. So she had three dogs and one of them was a Great Dane and they just ruled that backyard. They just owned that backyard. So I could not take it. I had to quit her. I came up with some crazy yeah, excuse. Like, I, I'm sorry. I just don't have any more time on my schedule. I'm super yeah, busy. I can't I'm, fit you in. You know, yeah. that's thing. you have to let them down. You have to be cool yeah. about it to protect your reputation. Right. I'm not going to say you can't myself yeah. and stuff like that. Meanwhile, yeah. the first time I went there, she's running around like that's when I realized that it wasn't mud because she was running around around with like a Walmart bag while I'm there mowing, you know, about to like, okay. f- like chuck, you know, sticks and grass in her face. And she's running over there trying to pick up poop. I'm thinking to myself <laughs> after the fact, there's, this is going to take you all week to pick this yeah. up with a Walmart. You're going to need a lot of Walmart bags, lady. There's that too. <laughs> that's a, a, the poop yard is the pedal on too. Oh so, man. Oh man. You know, that's, I mean, <laughs> here, here's a dog eats your food. <laughs> And then you're stepping in, it's poop. And it's like, how more insulting can you be? Exactly. It's insult (laughs) to injury. Like, what the heck, man? I have to quit you. I just can't. I can't be, I can't even be a man anymore. I can't look myself in the mirror (laughs) when I come home every day. If I keep taking care of this yard, like what in the world? You know, like, you know, you quit her, but you still had the other one. Yeah, I did. It's kind of hard to do. It is. one of these things where you're, you're like, you tell the people I can't keep up or I got yeah, something, but yet you have to still be back because you don't want to lose right. your, the neighbor there. You right. Know, right. And when I told her, I so, said, you know, that that's my wife's boss. So, you know, I'm really just doing this as a favor, which so, I, you know, it, it, it was all true. But I mean, uh-huh. I, I was kind of stretching it a little bit, you know, right. I was saying all the positive spin about it. Like, this well, is my wife's boss. You always have that luxury of yeah. stuff like that. Right. So, you just like, there make... might be a long where you've got three great, you got three great people on yeah. the block and then one weirdo. And you want to get rid of them, but you're still going to be there. And that can turn it into like a little war or something. So you don't know. That's when you end up, you know, biting the bullet and just doing the pee the lawn. And people are like, why do you even have that lawn? You're like, well, yeah. I got these three good ones right here. Right. Or you got to lose all of them. And you're like, dang, that's Yeah, stinks. I don't want to upset everything. Yeah. You know? and yeah. So people wonder, there's always more to you know, the story, and it's not, it's not an easy decision every time. Right. Well, and that's why I never was a fan of like, you know, what is it? Mow and go or mow, blow and go yeah. or whatever, because like, yeah. you know, people would try and wind, uh, wheel and deal you like, oh, you don't have to worry about any of that trimming or edging or anything. Just, just mow it and, and you're good. And I quickly learned like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I don't do that. Like I do the whole package because what I learned mm-hmm. is nobody else knows that they're that they're cheap and they only want you they're only paying you to mow blow and go all the neighbors and people driving by or walking their dog just think you're just like 
you know, that's that's the quality of work they, that you they, provide all the right. time. They don't think you know how to lay down an edge or keep a yard looking good. Right. They just think you just come in and hack it down. Right. But they don't yeah. know that, that you're only getting paid for that part. So that's why I'm like, yeah, perception is, is reality for everyone that's, you know, the, 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 the neighbor's perception is my reality. So I want to make sure that I am putting my best foot forward. Like, sorry, this, this is, we, we do the whole package or nothing. And if you want that, then good. Then we, we can put our name on, on, on your property, you know, and then hopefully mm-hmm. we'll get more work. Otherwise it's just, it's just not going to work out. So the same thing goes with like, you know, avoiding PETA yards because whether they pay you for it or not, they can be like, Oh, please, we'll pay you whatever. We just can't stand this awful yard. That's great. But at the same time, you're, you're not going to get the nicer yards like you had said earlier because everyone just sees you doing that awful PETA yard and they're like, yeah. I don't want them in my property. You, you think that, that you think that the rest of the people in the block are going, wow, he did a great job cleaning up that mess down there. But they're thinking, look at that. Look, they got a loser to come fix that mess yeah. or something. Right, you know? right. You uh, that's, the, that's, that's the sucker of the month. <laughs> right. They that's think the fifth that one like this year. De- you're desperate. Dude, yeah. Just, you they know, start taking bets on you. How long you think he's, this one's going to last, Susie? You know, like, what right. the heck? You're down there just trying to, you know, build your business and make ends meet. And you're like, ah, oh, why did I take on this yard? So, but, but with all this being said, you know, most of my yards were pedalons. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I tried to stay so close to home that I ended up taking a bunch of them, and I, you know, I I don't even went like a mile and a half circle from my house. Yeah, you know, and, and but it took years to get it to like that, and I took on a lot of these, and I just I figured it was my duty. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what I was put here to do be a lawn guy for these people and um you were doing a service for them i was doing a service and i yeah i don't know wow <laughs> you can't let it get to you though you can't feel like that because you you don't have the best lawns or you're just some solo dude with a bunch of you know wacky stuff that you're inferior to anyone or right. why does this stuff happen to me? You know, it doesn't, it's not happening to anyone else. No, it's happening to everyone. <laughs> and yeah. It's, and, um, there isn't anything wrong with, you know, having to cut wacky yards and it not being the perfect scenario. Right. Um, a lot of times that's yeah. all you have, right? That's, that's I mean, all you, have. you know, unless you drive 30 minutes away to some other town and I mean, new, new location yeah. where it's built. 150 houses. Right. And I mean, if you yeah. can get a bunch of work then 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 have at it, but you know, sometimes yeah, you gotta, cool. you gotta do what you gotta do. So for sure. So just yeah. to kind of start wrapping things up a little bit, what, um, what red flags, something that I felt like we, we brought up a lot of red flags when we were talking about PETA customers, like what, what, what are some red flags that you've had whenever you're like, someone calls you or you're just talking, a neighbor comes up and you're talking to them and you're just like, uh Oh, this is, you know, your, your, your spidey sense starts tingling or whatever. Well, yeah. And you know, when you ask them like, well, who, who took care of it before? And then they're like this guy, but he didn't really show up or he quit showing up, he quit showing up. <laughs> It's because yeah. he didn't get paid. Right. It was a nightmare. Right. You know, um, you know, they, they will lie to you. The customer. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I've seen and, commercial stripes. You can see when there's a commercial mower. I'm like, have you ever had your lawn mowed professional? No, no. I'm like, hmm, really? Like, I can clearly see that, you know, and one time I, right. I questioned somebody and they were like, oh, yeah, I don't I, I don't know what happened. Some guy just showed up and just mowed our lawn and didn't even charge us or anything. It was the strangest thing. I'm thinking to myself, all right, how often does that happen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, man. you know, you'll you'll get stuff like that where you start cutting a lawn and someone else in my town, I've had it happen like two times and someone pulls up and they go, 
good luck getting paid or whatever. Oh no. And you're like, what? And then they're like, I used to cut it. They quit paying me, you know, be careful. And I'm like, whoa. And, um, and then, you know, but I've had that happen and the people were paying me. So I don't know what happened with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have started a yard and then, um, eventually had to quit them. And then later on, uh, one of the other guys that, you know, in, in my neighborhood, most people know this, when you're out cutting a whole bunch of yards, you get to see all the other lawn guys and right. you could be cutting these three lawns and somebody else is coming in and cutting two. And so later on, you run into each other at the gas station and they're like, Hey, I see you're cutting, um, you know, Mrs. Jones's yard. And you're like, you're like, yeah. And they're like, you know, they start giving you all these PETA stories about her. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't know. I, I, I walked blind, blindly into them, you know? Yeah. So for I sure. could still do it. You know, I need a few more lawns this year. I'm only part-time, but, um, you, know, you, you never know until you, until you, you stumble into it or someone gives I'm you that warning. And even still, if someone gives you a warning, sometimes you're like, ah, are they just giving me a warning because they're like bitter or is it like a That's legitimate it. warning? Like, you know, so it's one of those things. I, I know just um, uh, just to piggyback off of something you had said about like another, you know, service. Good luck with that. You know, that one time somebody like I was on the street and I had a couple yards and like further down the street, like three or four houses down, I would always see, you know, a couple other lawn uh, companies taking care of those houses and one of them asked me for a quote and I'm like, okay, why, why, like, why do you want a quote? You already have somebody. I'm like, whatever. But you know, I gave him a quote and I even increased my price from like what, what I was charging the current houses just to make sure that it wasn't like, I'm sure I, I assumed they were either trying to find someone cheaper or they just legitimately weren't happy with, with the service that they had. And I don't want to be the one that's like the cheaper guy, like, you know, like on, mm-hmm. on purpose, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be undercutting someone by accident or on purpose. So I, right. I, I always feel really sensitive about that. I'm always like, why do you even yeah, they're just price I, shopping until they get some money? Right. You know, that's not that good. upsets that person. Exactly. To them too. And it brings the whole thing down. Exactly. So, you know, I was like really hesitant, but you know, I jacked my prices up and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm just assuming, you know, you know, whatever the reason is like that, you know, I, I saw that one company around a lot and they would just kind of fly through yards real quick. And I'm like, man, how they even, how, how, I wonder how good of a job they even do. But so, you know, maybe there was some other issues or whatever, but ultimately what I'm bringing up is that, that when I started taking care of their yard and I mowed their lawn for the first week and then, uh, but it, it, for whatever reason, it was off from the other yards that I normally do that week. Like, cause it was like, I just cut those yards and they were like, Hey, can you give me a quote? And their yard had been recently cut or something. So I gave them the quote and they were like, all right, you know, we had a whole conversation. They're like, can you start next week or can, when can you start? So it was like off. Right. And then I'm like, all right, let's just do it this day. And then we'll, we'll be uh, on the, the regular schedule the following week. So I cut their yard, came back the next day for the other yards and that other other company came and pulled. I was like, Oh, don't, please don't tell me they're going to this yard. And sure enough, they go around the circle and they stop, you know, right, right in front of that yard that I just cut that they used to cut. And they're getting, you know, the one guy gets out automatic autopilot starts, you know, unloading yeah. everything, getting the mower all fired up and everything. And I see the, the, the driver like looking at the, at the lawn, like scratching his head almost literally. And he gets on his phone and he starts calling, oh, you know, and that's the worst. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I just see him and I'm, I'm just like 
scrimming and like, oh man, what's happening? And then I just see him like go back to the truck, like storming back to the truck. And he must have told the guy to put everything back on the trailer. And he's like slamming doors and, you know, hauls ass out of, you know, just like peels out out of the, the, the neighborhood. And I'm like, oh man. So apparently the customer didn't communicate to them. There so they, they canceled There's the that. guy and didn't even tell him like what in the right. world. And then I'm like caught up in the middle of that drama and had no idea. And eventually so. you'll run into that too. You'll show up at your lawn to cut it and it will already be cut. Yeah. yeah. And, and you'll have all different situations. They're like, oh, well, my son came into town and he yeah, grabbed my old mower out that. and cut it. And then yeah. and you're like, huh? Heads and up would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, or it's just, there's all kinds yeah, of Yeah, that has that. happened to me. You're right, actually. And then I'm like, hey, so did you not want me cutting your lawn anymore? I see he was on, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, my dad was in town and he was just, you know, he's just a little extra, um, whatever the word is you know he's just really yeah, gung-ho just, wanted, just to wanted to help out and i'm but but yeah please come back next week i'm like okay you know yeah, you're like, this is weird but okay you know yeah. it panics you when you pull up and you're right like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> right but i could tell it was like a push mower and i'm like all right that's weird but yeah yeah and they didn't trim or something <laughs> right like, right yeah yeah for sure <laughs> Oh man, well this this was a a good good talk for sure, and uh, hopefully we uh, you know made some folks laugh and, and also gave them some examples of kind of what to look for, how to handle some things, you know, good, bad, and all that. Just just you know just plain all good fun and kind of part yeah, of the yeah, territory. Help break up the wintertime blues around here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have this new segment at the end of the podcast where. I have these pod decks, they're called, and there's interview questions. Um, and I have everyone randomly just pick, you know, one, two or three, like however many, you know, we think we have time for, depending on how lengthy, you know, the answers are or whatever. And, you know, if you, if you have a few more minutes, did you want to, want to go ahead and, and, and play along? Just fun, lighthearted. Yeah, stuff. I'll go for it. Yeah. I'm scared, but I'll try it. <laughs> it's, it's fun, lighthearted stuff. Like stuff like, uh, I pulled one out. It says like, what's left on your bucket list? Like, just like stuff like that. So okay. just, but since you're not here with me, you know, live, uh, we just have to, uh, you'll have to trust that I'm actually <laughs> okay. randomly pulling them out. So I've got it, you know, upside down, you know, fanned out, you know, and, and, and I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and, yeah, and hit pull me it with your best shot. All right. All right. Let, let me shuffle them up real good first. <laughs> Hang on a second here. Uh, there we go. One more time. There you go. So, uh, all right. <laughs> here we go. Oh, Let's man. see. You're, <laughs> You're right. right. Don't be scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. All right. Um, all right. We're not going to do that one. Let's put another one. <laughs> all right. Here, here's a good one. Uh, you have $100,000. You have to donate or create a charity. What do you do? That's an interesting oh, one. Uh, also, I guess like what charity I would yeah. support. Yeah. Um, Alzheimer's, some sort of Alzheimer's, um, a cure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cause that's my mother. That's what my mother um, died from. Yeah. Rapid Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's common for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, let's pull another one out here. So if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Um, that's easy. That's my, like, don't be scared. My fear. I've held myself back my entire life by being too scared to do things and nervous. So, um, I'm still working on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of us are, you know, it's one of those things where we're never, we're, we're, we should always be a work in progress. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that stuff, you know, you, you make strides and then you have setbacks and it's part of your personality trait and you're like, it's your default setting. And so it's a constant battle. Yeah. 
you know, I was nervous getting on here with you today, but even though we talk on the phone and, yeah, no, I, and stuff, so. I, I, I get I it. Don't start having like <laughs> self-doubt or fear. You know? So yeah, I'd love to get rid of that. Yeah, I hear you. I, and, and to be honest, like I don't really talk about it that much either, but I mean, I, I've had tons of anxiety. I've suffered from anxiety my whole life and, and social media has really helped me kind of get a little bit of bit better of a handle on it just like talking Mm -hmm. to people and being in larger crowds and stuff also i was in retail management so for over 15 years so being in stores with hundreds of people a day and you know anywhere from 10 to you know 50 employees you know at one time in 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 a particular store like you know you 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 just kind of i would i would say i put my manager cap on it's almost like you're acting like i would have to just go and pretend that i was like an extroverted bubbly person because that's what i had to be for the customers for my employees you know, but I was, I was still myself as far as how I dealt with things and all that kind of stuff. But I was able you know, to kind of curb my anxiety point. that way. That's a great thing because I'm not going to lie. Whenever I would get those winter jobs at a gas station and stuff, here I am, you know, like a, a lone wolf, you know, scared and doing my own thing in my own time, cutting grass. And then I'd go be a cashier somewhere or something for the winter. Just so I didn't have to spend my money. You know, after a while, you get to where you don't want to spend your winter money. And, um, and then I'm having to talk to people and deal with customers and strangers all day and stuff. And it really, it helped too. Cause so working in the, like it, it kind of gets you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. It, it really, it's, it's, um it's good for everybody to experience it somewhere along the line. Also to make you a better customer. Kind of like it's training you like we're training <laughs> yeah. these line care people, like right. these line customers. It trains you to have some respect for whoever's behind the counter or on yeah. the, the phone because they're under a lot of pressure. And, yeah. You know. I've always said like, I've, I've, when I worked at retail, I, I used to say all the time to my fellow employees, like, I wish they like taught like a class in school or something where like, you know, they have like, you know, different things like workshops for other things, other trades. Like I wish they like made kids in like, you know, 11th or 12th grade, like go and like work in retail for a day, like stand at the register, yes. like with another employee, obviously, you know what I mean? And, and, and just experience like what it's like to have to like pick up stuff off the floor after someone just knocked it over and could care less or, you know, ring on the register and people are impatient, you know, the phone's ringing, like just all the stuff, obviously nothing too crazy because they're kids, but I just feel like that would help maybe make the world a little bit better you know who knows you know because what? I always so think much. Of stuff like that i always think of things we should have been taught in school or they should teach um and you know uh, owning your own business small business entrepreneurship all that should be more, more yeah. common but you know you can look <laughs> at the big picture and think like they want you to end the system they don't want you to have independence right you know, right, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's let's do one more one more all right okay. all right so there, here's a good one. What do you value most in your friends? Um, the honesty. Everybody, we're friends because we're friends, not for some, you know, ulterior, ulterior motive. motive. Yeah. 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 I talk to you because, you know, we're like talking for years and everybody else, you know, all my, yeah. all my friends were, and we're all friends for a different reason. I have friends through riding bikes, friends from hockey, and that's, and everybody cares about each other as another person. So there's honesty, openness. Yeah. Because if you can't talk, you know, to your friend about certain things, not all of them you're going to talk all your personal stuff with. Right. You have different um, levels of friendship. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, the the honesty, the open communication, the, you know, the realness of it. 
Oh, these were easy questions. I thought it was going to give me something. <laughs> no, it's all, just, it's all just fun, lighthearted stuff, you know. Just, you just do to one kinda, more. Stump me here. Right. Give me something crazy. Because it's not like lawn care related stuff, you know. It's just like whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Like whatever. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, what What are you most excited about right now? Mm-hmm. That things are getting better. I think that, I mean, I'm more, I'm excited that. I think the worst is behind us with the pandemic and stuff. So yeah. um, I feel like it's go time already, even though it's not opened up, but I feel like it's go time. I've, I'm, I'm kind of back to where I used to be. I'm, I'm raring to go and do things, you know? Yeah. So I remember when we were there, man, you, you were getting all fired up. It was firing us up. We were firing oh, you guys each other had me up. All fired yeah. up man. I, was ready. I wanted you guys to stay for a week, you know? I was yeah. Ready to go. That's awesome. Well, well, when it's when it's not freezing cold, because I'm sure. It's, what's what is it like where you're at <laughs> right now? Yeah. We're 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 snowbound in. Oh. Like you, you've been out here, so you know, like there's like the big hills out yeah. here. Yeah, and um, so it went like kind of like ice and then snow on top. So for oh. two days, we've just been kind of. Yeah, I think it's kind of waved through like the whole country at this point. Like I was just in Michigan, and like as I'm like getting ready to leave, it's like starting to snow. I'm like, really? Come on! I wanted the snow kind of while I was here, so I can get you know get some snow footage and some plowing and action and whatnot, you know. But I'm like, really? So that but and then then I get I get home, and then we get supposed to get some snow too. So we got a little bit of snow overnight for the first time. Like it actually like was enough snow to like almost completely cover the grass. Like woo! How exciting, yeah. you know? Like and then as the sun comes out, it's gone it's like all right better luck next time you know it's like geez you know we only get about nine inches of snow a year but sometimes that's all in one shot and that's when it's really crazy and like school's out for a week but now that's not even a thing like it's always jokes you know no more snow days you know because you know no (laughs) one's going to school but the teachers still go to school so they still do have to cancel if that ever did come to so that the faculty doesn't have to risk their you know their lives going there but uh right but yeah, so we didn't get get that much snow. But I guess everybody got a little bit of snow to some it's, degree. Um, it's, it's kind of swept across the country. Yeah, uh, and but that that's when we sometimes, like you said, that's when you kind of get it, is when everybody's getting it. And that's one of the things that I well, there's a lot of reasons why I didn't do like snow removal and stuff. Um, you know, there's an expense to that. You got to know what you're doing. Your truck has to be able to handle the plow, and you know, and right. You to, so it wasn't wasn't easy for me to get into and guarantee that I could make money each year with it. So I never did it. So it's, it's an add on for a lot of people in their area, but there's a big chunk of this country that it's not even a, option for right and that's why i figured i'd go to the snowier parts like michigan i'm going to minnesota next like gosh hopefully minnesota will have some snow i don't know they were saying they're supposed to be getting some saturday night into sunday so we'll we'll see i'm, I'm heading there saturday morning hopefully i can get some okay. snow well, action. Have you, i mean i mean that that'd be something i'd want to do someday is like be in a snow plow yeah that's that's what i yeah. want to do like i want to actually get in a snow plow and like you know like maybe brian ring or or, or chant you know chance daily hustle would, would let me get, mm-hmm. get get on one of their skid steers and you know i mean i, I know stan would geez the last time i was up there in minnesota and i saw stan it wasn't even we weren't even making a snow video but it was this time of year and there's massive piles in the parking lot where he keeps all of his stuff in the in the the, the shop the warehouse and he was like hey you ever drive a skid steer and i'm like no and he's like how much time you have before your plane before you gotta catch your plane i'm like 
15 minutes. He's like, all right, come on, I'll teach you in 15 minutes. I'm like, what? And he's just like, typical Stan. He's like, give me your camera. You know, he's like recording me. He's like, see that lever and see that lever? Yeah, one moves the bucket, one moves the skid steer. And I'm like, all right, which one? He's like, figure it out. I'm like, what the oh, heck? Yeah. <laughs> so we're screwing around with stuff. And he's like, ah, oh, you ran me over. And he's laughing all of a sudden. He's like, all right, you good? See that? See that pile all the way down there? I want you to drive down there and scoop up a big pile and dump it on the top. And I'm like, what? He's like, all right, you can do it. I was like, wow. So I got a crash course. And, and uh, so I know wow. how to use a skid steer to plow some snow for, for a 15 minute. And I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure I'm going to miss my plane. I literally was running through the airport <laughs> to oh, catch my man. plane. They're waiting on me. But uh, See, I think he wanted to try it too. Yeah. You know, I, 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 um, I watched those videos where they're, they're on the, like the highways with just a big, you know, oh, yeah. and they're just shooting that snow way out. I was like, man, I'd like to be in there watching them do that. Yeah. You see those ones where they bury people's cars? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they're just parked in the wrong spot. And they're like, well, you're getting buried. Yeah. <laughs> the big next pile. Day. <laughs> 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 the person comes out, where's my car? <laughs> they're out. Oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah, that's a good time. So hopefully there'll be some of that. Not, not necessarily burying cars, but hopefully there'll be <laughs> some plowable snow. These guys have like plow trucks and skid steers and all kinds of mm-hmm. tractors and stuff that they use for parking lots and all that. So I, I, that was the plan was to hopefully get in there and throw a GoPro up or something and just kind of get some some experience because I really don't get a whole lot here, you know, in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And also just, just to kind of have fun and then record it and, you know, share with the other rookies out there. You know, well, I'm, I'm staying yeah, a rookie for life, so you know. to watch this stuff, you know, because um, like, you know, I watch Stanley's videos, you know, in the snowplow ones and all that. I, I love it. I oh yeah, he's, he's on the roofs, getting rid of the snow off of roofs because it could collapse the roof. Yeah, I'm like, man, this is such a different world. It really is. It's I, intriguing I wanna, to me. I don't really want to get on that roof because I'm, I'm scared <laughs> right. of that. But right, I'd love to be in one of those plow trucks, checking it out, watching you. They're yeah. backing up, moving around. It's neat. You know, yeah. like some people just get fascinated with how we can maneuver the mowers around so quick right. and in and out. And I look at that stuff. It's fun. Yeah, it's good. For and you sure. learn something, and yeah. you know. Yeah. Opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Greg. I appreciate you. You're spending the time with all of us here, all the listeners and, and, um, and obviously with me and, and just being able to share these fun stories and also some, some value and educational stories for folks that, you know, maybe haven't even really gone through this yet, what they can kind of prepare for. And, um, I guess, you know, the ultimate moral to the story is make sure you keep your sandwich in a closed cooler, (laughs) close your truck door behind you probably is the biggest lesson learned. It's going to happen, but don't let it, you know, deter you. It's, they're just going to pop up here and there and it's not the end of the world. And don't take it personal. These people are probably having a bad day. Um, yeah, and you we, learn what to avoid. Yeah, exactly. We, and we, we we've all been through it, and we're we're still here to laugh about it. And and there'll, there'll be yeah. there'll be more to come, I'm sure. But I, I try to get smarter and and not you know the not let these things happen as much as possible. You know, they, with with more experience comes more knowledge, and you, you get those red flags, and you're like, yeah, no, I think I'm gonna pass. This is a hard pass. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. I'll well, talk thank you, to you, Naylor. I'm glad I got to be on here. And thank you to everybody that's always been cool to me in the lawn care community. I'm still out there and I, I watch all the stuff and I'm around, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you, you, you on YouTube, you got a Greg, don't be scared, right? Greg yeah, Chisholm, you know, don't I be just, scared. You know, I'm, I just did that because I wanted to um, put out a couple of videos of me because I learned how to play guitar a little bit. And I just wanted to make a couple videos and it's, it's just sort of there, that channel. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it, it, it's cool that it is because I know, you know, for, for a long time, people are like, hey, man, you know, we miss your videos and all that. And, you know, it's 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 obviously a, a, a different version, but it's still it's still you being you. You know what I mean? It's you yeah, just sharing you know, things and just talking and that's just you know, just people, connecting with everybody. That's really what the big deal yeah, is. And that's what that's what it really was for is just sort of reconnecting with people. And just I just wanted to share a few things. That's how I started in the first place. And, you know, people want me to put up the old videos and I think about it all the time. and. I'd, I'd like to put some of it there. Um, you know, I look back at them and I'm like, <laughs> you guys thinking you're, you're remembering them in a fond way. I look back at some of my 2013 <laughs> videos. Uh, think about that, dude. That's like eight years ago now. So the 2013 living the long care lifestyle videos, I was using whatever version of phone that was to yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. There was no stabilization. I didn't know how to edit. And you know, it probably, you know, <laughs> to me, I'm like, man, this is horrible stuff. <laughs> I was just kind of learning and having fun. So, yeah, um, I might throw a few things on there. So if I do, that's where they would be. But awesome. It's really not the purpose of that channel. It's just kind of hanging out saying, hey. Yeah, I know. But, you know, for those for those that, that haven't stumbled upon that yet and they're they're kind of you know maybe missing some of some some uh interaction you know with you or, or whatever i mean that's mm-hmm. that's a way for them now if, if they're listening to yeah to this if for i the do first anything time. lawn care related that i i feel like filming you know because filming and doing the lawns is always a challenge for everybody so you should appreciate when they do put stuff out because it's you know it takes time to make a video and run a successful business <laughs> yeah <know>? absolutely absolutely <laughs> and so um, you know that's where it'd be. And I appreciate everybody else putting out their stuff. Cause I know I look and I'm like, man, how, how they pull off filming that? And they had all those lines that day. You know? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. you, st- you stay warm and uh, remember, don't be scared. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Naylor. All right. Hey guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.